three answers consistently came up over and over and over again, and I thought they were worth sharing. People said that if they could do it all over again, they would risk more. If they could do it all over again, they would reflect more. And if they could do it all over again, they would do more things that would live on after they're gone. Well, hey, podcast family, and welcome to episode number 288 of the L3 Leadership Podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow to your maximum potential and to maximize the impact of your leadership. My name is Doug Smith, and I am your host, and today's episode is brought to you by my friends at Baritong Advisors. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here, and I hope that you'll enjoy our content and become a subscriber. And if you've been with us for a while, thank you so much for listening. Please, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a rating and review on whatever app you listen to podcasts through. That really does help us to grow our audience and reach more leaders. So thank you in advance for that. And in today's episode, you're going to hear a personal lesson from me talking all about a leader's legacy. Uh, what do you want to be remembered for? If you listen to the past two episodes, we republished some conversations that I had with legendary leaders, Jay Passavant and Tunch Oaken, who recently both passed. And uh, I really have been thinking a lot about legacy, life and death and, and how we need to live more intentionally. And so that's what today's lesson is all about. And I think it'll really make a profound impact on your life. But before we get into that, just a few announcements. This episode of the L3 Leadership Podcast is sponsored by Baritung Advisors. The financial advisors at Baritung Advisors help educate and empower clients to make informed financial decisions. You can find out how Baritung Advisors can help you develop a customized financial plan for your financial future by visiting their website at baritungadvisors.com. That's B-E-R-A-T-U-N-G advisors.com. Securities and investment products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC, Baritung Advisors, LPL Financial, and L3 Leadership are separate entities. I also want to thank our sponsor, Henny Jewelers. They're a jeweler owned by my friend and mentor, John Henny. My wife, Laura, and I got our engagement and wedding rings through Henny Jewelers, and we had an incredible experience. Not only do they have great jewelry, but they also invest in people. In fact, they give every couple that comes in and gets engaged a book to help them prepare for marriage, and we just love that. So if you're in need of a good jeweler, check out hennyjewelers.com. And with all that being said, let's dive right into the episode. Here's my lesson on A Leader's Legacy. What do you want to be remembered for? Oh, hey, leader. Today, I'd like to talk to you on the subject, what will you be remembered for? What will you be remembered for? And maybe you've asked yourself that question a dozen times. Maybe you've never asked it of yourself. But by the end of this lesson, I want to get you thinking all about your life and your leadership legacy. What will you be remembered for? What will your leadership be remembered for? What will your life be remembered for? And I'm doing this lesson because recently the world lost two significant leaders in Tunchokin and Jay Passivan, and they're specifically here in Pittsburgh. And they both influenced my life in a significant way. In fact, over the last two episodes of the podcast, I republished conversations that I had recorded with them uh, prior to them passing. And I really encourage you to go back and listen to them. I really think they'll have a profound impact on your life. But as a result of them passing, it has me thinking a lot about life, about death, and about legacy. And so... I just wanted to share the thoughts that I'm processing about those subjects with you in hopes that you'll think about them too and that you'll start to live more intentionally and so ultimately you'll leave an incredible life and leadership legacy behind. The first thing I want you to think about when it comes to your legacy and what you'll be remembered for is this. I want you to recognize that one day you really are going to die. I'll say that again, it's sobering but it's true. I want you to recognize that one day you really are going to die. 
In his book, Tuesdays with Maury, Maury Schwartz said this. I love this. He said, everybody knows they're going to die, but nobody believes it. If we did, we would do things differently. In James chapter 4, verse 14, it says this. It says, what is your life? It is just a vapor appearing for a little while and then vanishing. And then one of my favorite scriptures, Psalm 90, verse 12, says this. Lord, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I'll repeat that one. Lord, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. It's only when you recognize that you have a finite number of days on this planet that you can actually begin to live with wisdom, to live with purpose, and to live with intentionality. And I hope that you'll start to do that at the end of this lesson if you're not already. See, what I'm trying to get you to do is I want you to wake up to the reality that this is the one and only life that you get. And whether you get live to be 20 years old or you live to 100 years old, this life is going to go by in the blink of an eye. That scripture said we are like a vapor. We appear for a moment and then we vanish. That has how quickly life goes by. And unfortunately, I had to learn this lesson at a young age. At 17 years old, I lost my mom, and my mom was 55 years old when she died. Two years later, I lost my mother-in-law, and she was 47 years old when she died. I lost my sister when she was 32 years old, and I lost my grandparents when they were in their 80s and 90s. And as I processed their life and the ages of which they passed, I realized I'm currently 36 years old. If I live to be as old as my mom, I only have 19 more years left on the planet. If I get to live as long as my mother-in-law, I have 11 years left. If I lived as long as my sister, I'm already on borrowed time. See, none of us are promised tomorrow. We don't know how long we're going to be here. But what we can do is no matter how long we're here, we can live with purpose, live intentionality, and it'll change everything for us. So here's my question for you. Here's my question for you. Knowing that one day you're going to die, if you were going to die today, what would you think and feel about your life? If you were going to die today, what would you think and feel about your life? What would you regret? What would you be proud of? What would you want to go back and do? And your answer to this question tells me whether or not you've been numbering your days and living with wisdom. See, last fall, if you've been following along on the podcast, I had a mental breakdown and I had to go through therapy and it was a very, very dark season of my life. And, and to be honest with you, I was afraid of dying. Um, I don't, I, I thought there was something wrong with me physically and I thought I was going to die. And while I was in therapy, my therapist was basically like, well, what if you did die? Hey, you're a believer. You believe you're going to heaven. You know, Christ, what are you afraid of? Not, not much to be afraid of there. And as I processed that, I really thought about my life and I thought about the life I've lived. And I realized that I'm very happy with the life I've lived. That was, that was a big revelation for me. You know, I, I've gotten to travel, I got married, I had kids, I've lived for God, I have purpose, I've made a difference. I'm pretty happy with the life that I've lived up to this point. What I realized I was really afraid of is, is FOMO. I had the fear of missing out. I want to be here when my kids grow up. I want to see my grandchildren. I want to see my great-great-grandchildren. I want to see what else I could do with my life. And that's what I was really afraid of. I wasn't necessarily afraid of dying and going to heaven. I was afraid of missing out on what I'd be missing out on on earth. And it was interesting, you know, I mentioned that we lost Tunchokin and Jay Passivan earlier in this podcast. And there's another uh, legend in our city named Denny Patton. Denny's been living with cancer for, I think, almost six or seven years now. He's lived far beyond his life expectancy. And I've gotten the, the honor of spending time with him. And in fact, uh, you know, I interviewed him for the podcast not that long ago. I really encourage you to go back and, and listen to that interview. We talk about what it's like when you know that you don't have long left on the planet. But as I was talking with Denny, I had lunch with Denny maybe two months ago, and he was just saying, it was, it was actually right after Jay had passed, and he was just saying, you know, I realized one day I could just close my eyes and I won't be here anymore. 
But he said, you know what I'm doing? And he said, I'm studying heaven. And he bought this book by Randy Alcorn, I believe is his name. And the book's just called Heaven. And he said, I've been studying about heaven and scripture. And you know what? I'm really excited because I actually have a vision that of how incredible life is going to be for me after I pass from this earth. And that just really, really challenged me. I went out and bought the book and my wife, Laura, and I are reading it now because we really don't hear a lot and we don't have a lot of vision about what happens after we die. But the Bible has a lot to say about it. And I encourage you all to go read that book. And you can actually get a vision that, hey, one day when I'm out of here, I actually have something to look forward to. And it's going to be more unbelievable than I could ever imagine. And that'll really help you with the fear of death. But I, I want to go back to this question. You know, if you were to die today, what, what would you think and feel about your life? It's something worth pondering about. And, and here, I'll just throw this in and we'll certainly go over this later. But if you're not happy with the life that you've lived and you're not happy with your answer, here's the exciting news. You're still breathing. You're still here. If there's still an opportunity to change everything around, I'll talk to you about how to do that in just one moment. But this was interesting. There was a study in, in Reader's Digest asking people at the end of their lives what they would do differently if they could do it again. And there were a lot of answers, but three answers consistently came up over and over and over again. And I thought they were worth sharing. People said that if they could do it all over again, they would risk more. If they could do it all over again, they would reflect more. And if they could do it all over again, they would do more things that would live on after they're gone. So interesting. Risk more, reflect more, and do more things that would live on after they're gone. Process that. Where are you in life? Because here's the, the sad reality. I see so many people wasting their lives. Do you, do you know anyone like this? Do you ever feel like this? People are wasting their lives. And here's why I think people are wasting their lives. Because I think people think that they're going to live forever. And so they take everything for granted. And I think this is part of the solution and, and living your legacy. Here's what I want you to do. The next thing I want you to recognize. First, I want you to recognize that you're going to die. The second thing is I want you to stop taking life and leadership for granted. Stop taking life and leadership for granted. This life is so precious. Someone wrote this, and I thought this was so profound. They said, this is the way we approach life, and this is what someone wrote in their journal. First, I was dying to finish high school and start college. And then I was dying to finish college and start working. And then I was dying to marry and have children. And then I was dying for my children to grow old enough for school so I could go back to work. And then I was dying to retire. And now I'm dying. And suddenly I realize I forgot to live. I forgot to live. Do you know how beautiful life is? One of my favorite quotes, and again, this is huge to me. Because again, last fall, I mentioned this already. There was times where I thought I was going to die last fall. I didn't think I was going to make it to see the, the, the birth of my son. Life is so beautiful. I wake up every day now and, and like Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty, I say, thank you, God, for another day on planet Earth. I don't take one breath for granted. I don't take one run for granted. I don't take one smile for my child, one snuggle, one hug, one dinner with my family, one interaction with my workplace teammates. There, there's a quote I love. It's, it, it's in a Life is Good book. It said, everything is a once in a lifetime experience. And I think if we could just get that, it would change everything for us. You know, I have a friend who he's probably in his 60s now. And I was meeting with him and um, his wife had gotten cancer and unfortunately she had passed away. And we were meeting and he was just processing that. And, and he said, Doug, you know, we were saving our whole lives, our whole married lives to travel the world together when we retired. And now I'm about ready to retire and she's gone. I wish I would have done that along the way. I wish we would have just went for the trip, went for the vacation. 
And now it certainly has changed the way he lives. And he's committed the, to living the rest of his life with no regrets. But I just want to challenge you. Stop taking life and leadership for granted. Stop putting things off. Stop waiting for the next season of your life. Stop waiting for your kids to go to college. Everything that that person said in their journal. Stop waiting for all those things and just enjoy everyday life. Everyday life is so beautiful. Go on the vacation. Make the memories. Take the time to invest in your family. One of the leaders I've interviewed uh, on this podcast, Leslie Braxton and I were talking. And she said, Doug, I just want you to reiterate to people. And I want you to know that in life, there are no do-overs. She works a lot with executives who retire. And she helps them transition from, from executive life to retirement. She was meeting with one executive who had lost his family because of his career. And he looked at her with tears in his eyes and he just said, you know, I, I meant to get to my family. I just never did. I meant to get to my family. I just never did. Stop taking life for granted. Stop taking leadership for granted. Don't think that you're going to be here forever because you're not. You have one shot to make this work. And so how can you start living intentionally? How can you build a life that you're remembered for something great? How can you build a great leadership legacy? Let's talk about this. We already mentioned, first, you have to recognize that one day you're going to die, that your life is finite. And when you do that, you can start to live with wisdom. The second thing is to stop taking every life experience and everything in your leadership journey for, for granted. Stop taking it for granted. And number three, determine what you want your legacy to be and start living intentionally. Determine what you want your legacy to be and start living intentionally. A few thoughts here. James Cotter said this, most people don't lead their lives. They accept them. Don't be that person. Mae West said this. She said, you only live once, but if you do it right, once is enough. And John Maxwell said this. He said, people will summarize your life in one sentence. Pick it now. And how true that statement is. You know, I had the honor of going to Jay Passive and Anton Chokin's memorial services and everyone that spoke about their lives basically summarized their lives in one sentence. And because Jay and Tunch lived their lives with such intentionality, I can promise you they'd be happy with the sentences that were summarizing their life. Because over and over and over again, people just said how much of an impact that they made in their lives personally. And, and that's what I love. Because at the end of the day, we're not remembered for what we do, but by the people that we impact. I'll say that again. We're not remembered by what we do, but by the impact that we have on people. That's all that's going to matter at the end is people and relationships. And so as I walked away from those memorial services from Tunch and Jay, I just thought, I want to live a life like them. I want to give my life away to people and impacting people because that is all that's going to matter in the end. And if this was my funeral, if people were saying, hey, with Doug's life, he helped change and impact my life, I'm going to be a happy camper. And so remember, people are going to summarize your life in one sentence. Pick it now. So how do you pick it? very, very intentionally. What I would encourage you to do is to create a life plan. This is something we have everyone do in our mastermind groups because we think it's so essential for living a life of purpose. But you need to create a life plan. A couple of resources for you. One, uh, I got this from the book Living Forward by Michael Hyatt and Daniel Harkavy. So you can actually buy the book Living Forward and it'll walk you through the process of creating a life plan. And Daniel Harkavy has a company called Building Champions, and they actually have a life plan template that you can download and use to create your life plan. So if you just Google Building Champions life plan, you'll find it and be able to download that. It's a great resource. And if you're interested in learning more about this after this episode, I interviewed Daniel Harkavy a few episodes back. I really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. 
But if you're unfamiliar with a life plan, this is a time where you set aside a day or two to get off site and actually plan your life, every area of your life. And so you'll sit, take some time and you go over every category of your life, your spiritual life, your marriage, your family, your kids, your finances, your fitness. There's a ton of buckets of of your life. And you basically take each bucket of your life or each category and say, okay, at the end of my life, what do I want to be remembered for in this area? You know, in my marriage, what do I want my wife to be able to say at the end of our lives together at my funeral about the way that I stewarded our marriage and the way that I treated her? What do I want my kids to say? What do I want people to say about the way I handled my finances, or the way I took care of myself physically, or the way or what my walk with God was like? What do I want people to say about that? And, and you write out statements for each of those categories of life. And then once you do that, and let me just say this, when you're doing this, and again, I'm a person of faith, I really encourage you to pray about every area and, and hear from God. Because here's what I know, the, the greatest legacy you'll ever live is the, the leave behind is the legacy that God intended you to leave behind. God has a beautiful plan for your life. And I tell people this all the time that you could live a thousand lives with your own plans and it would never compare to the one life that God has planned for you. So in all of these areas, what I would encourage you to do is pray, God, what do you want to do through my life, through my family, through my marriage, through my physical life, etc.? Follow God and hear from God. That, that's huge. And so once you actually do that and kind of summarize what you want your life to look like at the end, then you start working backwards and you actually determine your current reality. Okay, if that's what I want my life to look like at the end, if that's what I want to be remembered for, am I actually living in a way right now to achieve those things? If I died today, would my wife say what I want her to say? (laughs) If I died right now, would my kids say what I want them to say at the end of my life? And if the answer is yes, kudos, keep going, Keep, keep building a great life. If the answer is no, then this is your opportunity to change some things. And reality is your friend here. Reality is your friend. So be honest with yourself. And then once you determine your reality, then you simply create a plan with steps that you can take today to start getting you there. And so let's take the area of marriage. And so at the end of your life, you want your wife to be able to say, man, I wouldn't have married anyone else in a million years. God used this man to help me be all that God called me to be and do all that God called me to be. We had the best marriage ever. We've raised kids and now grandkids. And this was just the greatest journey ever. Well, if that's the vision, how did you get there? How do you get there? Well, okay, in order to that to happen, I need to invest in my marriage and we need to have you know weekly or bi-weekly or monthly date nights. We need to read books together on marriage or listen to things. I'm just making things up, but that's how you start to develop a plan. And once you have a plan, now all you have to do is execute the plan. So now you have a list of things that you can do daily, weekly, monthly, and annually to invest in your marriage and build a great life. And that's what you do in every category of your life. Do you see how this can get you living intentionally? It's so important to create a life plan. If you have not done that, please, 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 please take some time. And if you're married, I use the example of marriage, um, you do this with your spouse, create a life plan together, review it together. So you're both on the same page and you're both building an intentional life together. It'll change your life. It'll change your marriage. And so as we close this lesson, here's what I want you to know. I want you to know that one day your life really will be over. And you'll either look back on your life with regret or you'll look back on your life with a peace and fulfillment that comes from knowing that you did everything that you were supposed to do and you became everything you were supposed to become. And so I hope as a result of this lesson from this day forward, you'll be numbering your days so that you can live with wisdom, that you'll never take another day or an experience for granted, that you'll actually create a life plan with your spouse, that you'll follow God all the days of your life and that you'll live a life of intentionality. A Cherokee proverb said this, it said, when you are born, 
you cried and the world rejoiced. May you live your life so that when you die, the world cries and you rejoice. And let me just also add that may you live your life in a way that you hear God say when you're done, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you for listening. I hope that this caused you to think about your life in a different way. I hope that you start thinking about your legacy and what you want to be remembered for. Start living intentionally. You can change the world. Thank you very much. Well, hey, leader, thank you so much for listening to my lesson on a leader's legacy. I hope that it added value to your life. And you can find links to everything that I discussed in the show notes at l3leadership.org forward slash 288. And as always, Leader, I want to challenge you that if you want to 10x your growth this year, you really do need to either launch or join your own L3 Leadership Mastermind Group. Mastermind groups have been the greatest source of growth in my life over the last six years. And if you are unfamiliar with what they are, they are simply groups of six to 12 leaders that meet together for at least one year in order to help each other grow, hold each other accountable, and to do life together. So if you're interested in learning more about mastermind groups, go to l3leadership.org forward slash masterminds. And as always, I like to end with a quote, and I'll quote Gerald Brooks dealing with legacy. He said this, he said, the sooner you realize that the score in life is not kept on earth, the happier you will be. So good. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Laura and I love you so much. Keep leading. Keep making a difference. Don't quit. We believe in you. Talk to you next episode. <laughs>